did good the last two weeks with these religious themes, right? Yeah, so far so good. People are like it. Yeah, so, so we're continuing that this week. So welcome to the conspiracy show. I think this is episode. What episode is this? Um, 27, 28? 28. We're up there, but we'll I'll get the right out. number. We'll figure it out. But today we are talking about a very special um, thing. We're talking about Noah's Ark. Right. But the mystery of it. Right. Yes. One of our sponsors came back. Okay. Who's Guess that? Who? Who? Everyday Jose. Everyday Jose is I, back to I, sponsor us. I sled him out? Dude, for $99, yeah. you get a Mexican for a whole day to do whatever you want. He's back. He's back. Awesome. And he got the Japanese, the, the, uh, China made all new clones of this, everything. He's better. <laughs> he's faster. Yeah. He can mow your lawn at 6 in the morning. Yep, do anything. Cut whatever your Whatever you want, cut your donut. He can make you a wonderful Mexican dish of scratch, whatever. And he can, and now the new thing, he's organic. So he can cook organic, nice meal. And they got the new feature. If you don't like meat, he can go vegetarian. So every day, Jose, if you hey, if you want a patio build, if you want a pool done, yeah. every day, Jose, for ninety nine dollars. But what if you, you don't? Get, but what if you don't want every day, Jose? There, there's a, there's a female companion. Oh, every day, Rosa is very Rosa. good. But that's the special one. We call that one on special occasions. <laughs> if you know what I mean. Yeah, happy ending, Rosa. No, but hey, we don't say that. But if you if you're having a rough day at work. For two hundred fifty dollars, you can get everyday Rosa. And if you if you say that you heard of the lumped up show, you get ten percent off on these things, people. Ten percent right. off. That's right. Our word is gold. That means that your happy ending. I mean, that means that your satisfaction will be guaranteed. very guaranteed. guaranteed. <laughs> and you don't have to tip. Yeah. Cause she's like a fembot. She's just happy to be She's there. She's just happy to be there. Nice. All right, so Mike, what are we talking about? We got a lot of information today. Yeah, we got a lot of about, shit. Uh, we're going to talk about Noah's Ark and the, uh, the mystery and conspiracies around. There's a lot of great stories with this. Um, I think you got to just, to do this right, I think we got to give a little history. Okay, we'll get into the story of, of the Ark. You, you know what's right? This goes all the way to Eva, to, from, from uh, Adam and Eve yeah. to the fucking uh, Cain and Abel. And right into Noah. And right into Noah. Yeah, it's, right, like, it's like, holy it's like motherfucker. Chapter, it's like chapter 6 in the book of Genesis. Yeah, the first, the, yeah. What was the first murder? What was the first homicide? Cain and Abel. Cain and Abel. Abel. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Killed his brother. So let's go. What you got, Mike? Now, I see you got notes and a lot of information yeah, for us. Yeah, Now, to, to, to understand the whole thing, I'll give a little background here. Now, you all know the story that uh, God was going to destroy the world with a great flood and all that. And in Genesis 6, uh, he describes to Noah... Who he considered to be the only real, like, decent person left on the planet. Oh, yeah, because everybody's everybody like was even. messed up. All right, everybody was evil, wicked, and he said he was going to destroy the world. But Noah uh, was allowed to have eight people, his family, his kids, his wife, and their, their kids and stuff. Uh, they were going to be saved. And he described exactly what Noah should do. He said he should build an ark yep. made of something called gopher wood. Yeah. Now, this is important to pay attention to. What's gopher wood, right? Gopher wood is something that they used to make in the ancient world. It was it was almost like a, like a plywood, but it was extremely hard. What they used to do is they would take layers of wood from certain trees, and they would put what's called pitch, or like a tar, under them. And the, pro- the chemical process of that would harden it. 
Yeah. Okay. And they used it for, for ships and building things. It was really hard, really strong. Um, it was supposed to be 300 cubits in length, 50 cubits in width, and 30 cubits in height. The boat. Okay. Now, keep in mind, we're going to talk about cubits after exactly what that means. He was told to gather food and all the animals of the world were going to be collected. And, and here's the thing. A lot of people that dispute the whole ark thing that it's impossible, that Noah couldn't have gotten all the animals of the world together. If you read the Bible, it never actually says that. No, it says got, all the animals will come to him. Come to him, yeah. All right, so, you know, it isn't like he had to go out and collect everything. No. They, you know. So then later on it goes on to say, you know, 40 days and 40 nights there was a flood. Uh, it was a total that's, a, that's a theme in the Bible. Oh, it didn't with 40, Christ. Once in Christ was 40 days that he always. didn't eat or got tempted to drink yeah, water. He was in the desert fasting the for desert, 40 days. And 40 yeah. nights, yeah. Uh, total of 150 days the ark was, was on, the, on the, the water. Basically all the waters of the world flooded everything. And uh, 150 days it was floating, the waters receded, and then it rested on Mount Ararat. Now, Mount Ararat, what is that? Mount Ararat is a place in eastern Turkey, uh, on the eastern border of, of Turkey and Iran and what used to be the Soviet Union. It's really a place that used to be called Armenia, out of Turkey. Uh, the Turks managed to kill quite a few million Armenians during the First World War, so there is no more Armenia. But it's a, it's a it's an area now. The Bible says uh, th there's there's an actual area. It doesn't really say Mount Ararat. There is a Mount Ararat, but there's an area that Mount Ararat is in. So it's always been a little bit of a, a gray area as to where the ark landed. It's in that area. Now um, after the uh, after the ark uh, landed. Uh, Noah put up, um, he was trying to see whether it was not safe to come out, you know. So he opened a little hatch and he threw a dove out. Yeah. Oh, fly. yeah, because that, that was okay. the sign, the dove. Yeah. Now, the yeah. dove, the dove, he did it a couple of times. It would just come back and it had no place to yeah. land. To land. And finally, the last time it came back with an olive branch in its mouth. So he knew that the waters had receded enough that land was showing. Yeah. So he came out. And right away he made an altar and he sacrificed a, a goat or something, you know, right away. Yeah. Okay. Now, this is all accounted in the Bible. But, uh... And you know what the... You know, when the ark was closed, before the ark took his journey, you know who was the one that closed the ark? It wasn't Noah. It was God, God that shut it. God shut it. Right. People were banging on the door trying to get in. Yeah, but once and, it was shut, yeah. whoever was yeah. there, that's who it was. Yeah, I mean, they, they basically, you know, it took them many years to build this. Was there a stowaway? No. Was there a stowaway? Was there a stowaway? Gil Gilligan? <laughs> no, I mean, was there any stowaway? Did no. somebody dig in? No, because no. this was something no, that died. Was there no way was he going to allow any stowaways. Yeah. It was that's it. Everybody was going to be wiped out. Um, but it's interesting because. Noah's sons, after the ark had landed on Mount Ararat, his sons Shem, Ham, and Jasper, okay, they would be, they would repopulate the world. Yeah. Okay. And Ham, for instance, he is the forefather of black people. Okay. For instance, uh, 
all the all the countries in Africa descend from him. Yeah. Okay. Now, there's lots of stories about the Ark, not just in the Bible. There's another book called the Book of Enoch. Yeah, I heard about right? Enoch. Yeah. Now, in that, they talk about something called Watchers. The Book of Enoch is not in the Bible, but it is in the Ethiopian Bible. Okay, yeah. which is much more uh, in depth, in depth, and a lot more volumes of books compared to the regular Roman Catholic Bible or whatever. Um, there was something called watchers. Now, watchers were people, they were angels that were sent down from God to watch mankind. You know what's funny? In Marvel yeah. Comics, who's are the people that watch it? They watch call the watchers also. Yeah, How watchers. funny is they, that? Yeah, yeah. I mean, they, they, get, they get it from that, yeah. obviously. Um, the only problem is, is these watchers eventually fell in love with human women. Oh, yeah. That's a problem. They lusted after them after a while. And when they went with them and had babies with them, it created a race called the Nephilim. Now, the Nephilim were maniacs. They were giants. They were evil. Okay? They destroyed, killed people, stuff like that. They were like titans. They were sort of like titans. They, They were the offspring of human beings. And the watchers. But you know what's funny? That also happened. Greek mythology, a lot of the gods would have sex with yeah. mortal women. Zeus had and sex Zeus with mortal women all the time. Then you get a god that was like half human, half god, and yeah. they didn't even know until later on when some shit happened. Right. But it, like Herc- it, Hercules was, was that, I believe. Yeah, Hercules yeah. was that. Yeah. Now, the angel Uriel, one of the archangels, was sent to warn Noah about the impending great flood that was going to happen. This is still in the book of Enoch. Um, it describes in the same way, you know, the type of art to build and all that. Yeah. Um, but one little interesting thing it points out is that even though uh, everybody was wiped out, the spirits of the Nephilim couldn't be killed. Okay, so even though their bodies were killed, the spirits were not, and that's what became like demons, wow. and, and, and like you know, demonic possession and all stuff right. like that. It all comes from that. Um, another very interesting uh, Noah Ark type story uh, is something called the Epic of Gilgamesh. You ever hear of this? No. What's that? The Epic of Gil- Gilgamesh. Now, this was a uh, Mesopotamian. Uh, I guess it would be like a uh, hieroglyphic type thing. Mesopotamians, they wrote on rocks and stuff and the symbols. Yeah. Now, this was found in the 1800s uh, and was translated by the 1870s by a guy named George Smith. And now it was written in 1800 BC in Mesopotamia. Basically, there's a, a king named Gilgamesh. He's not a nice guy. Nah, He's the king, the, the king of Uruk. And then there's a, a character called Enkidu. And he was a wild man created by the gods to, to kill Gilgamesh. And basically, he was supposed to stop him, kill him, because Gilgamesh was oppressing the people of his kingdom. Yeah. So, what happened is, and this is an interesting part here, Enkidu is actually a wild man, but he becomes civilized. You know how he becomes civilized? He has sex with a prostitute. <laughs> now, that would civilize you? I don't know. I, I guess it did. She, she, she must have been some prostitute. 
<coughs> Maybe she had a snapping pussy or something. Oh, right. And yeah. shit locked in when you got in there. Yeah, you know, you never know. Out. What the fuck you get out? And you had to get civilized. And the guy said, oh, I need to be civilized. I can't get out of this shit. <laughs> now, he goes on to fight Gilgamesh in a test of strength. Um, Gilg- Gilgamesh wins, but they end up becoming friends afterwards. Instead of him destroying them, yeah, they, they become, become friends. friends. Now, Enkidu is eventually killed in the story, and Gilgamesh goes on a, on a journey to kind of find the secret of life. And uh, the highest god, Enlil, E-N-L-I-L, uh, decides to destroy the world because humans have become too noisy. Too noisy, all right. All right, too noisy. Kind of like de Blasio wants to kill everybody in, in Lower East Side for being too noisy, yeah. right? Okay. Um, then there's a god called Ea, who created humans out of clay. And he warns this immortal character named, I can't even say this, Utna Fishton, about the impending great flood that's going to happen. That's a hell of a name. Yeah, I can't say it. <laughs> but these people are not Noah's Ark. Well, who are no, these well, guys? Th- well, these are people from Mesopotamia, so it's way before Noah's Ark. Okay? So this is the first great this flood. This is kind of like a first great flood. or Some people say the story was derived from this, but... Uh, in, in this story, when he when he's told about the great flood, uh, he's told to build an ark, a boat, and it's a very similar thing. So who knows where the story exactly came from? You know. Wow, yeah. I did not know that. Yeah. So what happened with them? I don't know. It's just you know, there's there's a, a flood and and world is wiped out and he survives, but he's immortal, so he's he immortal, has to survive. Right. So he has to. So he could have just stayed on the water and swim like Aquaman and be fine. Yeah. <laughs> um, you, you know what's funny um, So the whole thing with Noah Noah Ark All this happened Yeah 40 days, 40 nights They had enough food They took all the tools All the equipment they needed yeah. To survive out and see They had enough food To feed the animals To feed the Because they never talk about A shortage of food On the Ark No He was told to bring food on board Yeah But look, look I mean All this takes a, an element of faith Okay, to, to believe it. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I, I think But he's a descendant. He's like from Abraham. He's like from all this. Or this is a no, descendant. Abra- Abraham is after him. No, I mean, but okay. they're all descendants. These are all yeah. like well, the lineage. Well, actually, the, the lineage is, is interesting. You have Enoch. Yeah. Who has a son named Methuselah. Yeah. Okay. Who has another son named... I think it's Lacan, something like that. And then you have his son, who's Noah. Yeah. Okay. And you can read this in Genesis. Like they all oh, yeah, lived, yeah. They lived like 900 years, 1,000 years, yeah, all that stuff. I think that's just because the dates were so different in month. When there was well, you know what? I, I don't know. Because because there is a, a chapter in, in uh, with Moses in Exodus, I think, or Deuteronomy, that says Moses, that yeah. from now on, people will only live a certain amount of years it's not going to be long anymore so I don't know if it's just a matter of the date or they change you know God changes mind maybe who knows but I think because yeah. supposedly if, uh, like it's, it goes back to Adam and Eve yeah if they never ate from they, they could have done everything they have vegetarian they have food forever they have paradise yeah, yeah. And all they had to do is not eat the fucking apple, which it came down to they well, ate the apple. Does anybody then, ever listen? And then they, they brung disease, they brung everything, and well, that's what they happened. Knew they, no. they, knew, they knew they were naked, right? Then too. Yeah, they, they didn't even know they were they, naked. They got cold, which yeah. was like, holy shit. Now, and then you get this guy, because yeah. you know what the world, you know what happened? So God is a guy that he loves you. 
But once you stop worshiping, he's now he's well, a very he's a unmerciful. Ju- he's a jealous God. He will fucking fuck you up. Oh yeah, especially the old amazing. So let me ask you now. In today's day, there's so many more people that don't believe in God. Yeah. There's a lot of atheism in there. A lot of people don't want to believe in. Uh, they don't believe in religion. Religion, even from the numbers. Numbers have gone down in the Catholic Church and oh, yeah. Christian religion. Oh, yeah. More people are born. Oh. More people are born atheists. Yeah? So what do we? What do? What do you think about this with all this shit that's going on? I think it's part of the problems in the world. All right, because people aren't. They're putting their faith in just material things and and money. And okay. that's why he destroyed the world that time. Right. I mean, it's it, almost like it's happening again. It, yeah. I mean, to like me, it's, it's, I don't it's, think you have to be a genius unless you just don't look. If you don't believe in any of this and you think it's all bullshit, well, that's fine. Uh, you know, it's, it's ignorance is bliss, and maybe nothing will happen in your lifetime, but something's gonna happen. So if I have a dream that somebody talks to me about Ricky uh, building a space shuttle to go out in space for forty days, but you know, I'm gonna be you like, know, I, I was up top. <laughs> <laughs> but what if you really believed it? If you, how the fuck are you going to shoot a spaceship without having what if, fun? What if you just told how to do it? Uh, would you do it? I, Man, would, that, I that would. would. That would be a hell of I a mean, jump if, of if, faith. If, if, if somebody was telling me, if I heard it in my mind, how to fucking do something like that, you'd have to listen. You'd go nuts. <laughs> you'd, I mean, think about it. You know, I mean, you're like, all of a sudden you're hearing all these things do this, like, you know, scientific shit that you didn't know before. Yeah. And all of a sudden you know. I mean, come on. But right after, I mean, immediately after the, the Ark, I mean, for, for centuries, people started searching for it. Oh, yeah. Uh, in ancient times, there was uh, Josephus, who wrote a lot of history of the world, uh, a guy named Berusus, a Hieronymus of Egypt. Okay, they all talked about the Ark in their writings, and specifically Mount Ararat, where it might be. Um, Islamic traditions even have the Ark. Why, why was it so important to find this art? Because it was it was a sign of you know, uh, the, you know God basically, yes. and, and 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 what he could do. But, All right. So, but there is proof. Like scientifically, people have proven the front. There was something that happened yeah. at that time. Well, one one thing that's interesting is. Um, uh, there's, you know, in different translations of the Bible, they, they talk about the waters, the fountains of the world erupted and this and that. Yeah, the fountains of the world. They, now, in those days, they, they've proven that in ancient times, you still had the oceans, but there was also a lot more subterranean water yeah. than we have now. Uh, they even the talk about the, the bottom, the fucking, the core of the earth water well, coming well, up the, too. There's like the trenches that are under yes. the oceans. This is just like, you know, if, 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 let's just put it this way. If you had, uh, and they've proven this happened, where you had underwater subterranean oceans yeah. that broke out through pressure and, you know, volcano activity and all that stuff, it would push out and eventually the water would just come to the surface. Yeah. All right. Now, did that happen? Possibly, I think it there was. There was. I even saw a theory, uh, something on YouTube, that there used to be. They think in ancient times, a, a water vapor balloon kind of bubble around the world that doesn't Whoa. exist anymore, and they think that that actually 
busted and busted and, and, and water vapor became in the air, making rain. That rain for four days. Yeah, well, maybe. Uh, here's, here's another interesting question. So God destroyed the world by water. Yeah. So that means the next time there's another destruction, it won't be by water. Supposedly, in, if you're a religious, religious person, it's going to be by fire. Well, you know what? Have I, you heard I, that? that I, by I, fire? I, I, well, yeah, I've heard that. But, you know, remember at the end of the story of the, of the ark, God with the rainbow, and yeah. he says he'll never destroy the world again. He says that. Yeah. Okay. But... You know, then you get into like in the New Testament the stories of the apocalypse and what would that fire? I mean, nuclear revelation war would be fire. Revelation. Yeah, revelations. I mean, like, revelation tells yeah. you everything you need to know. Because they talk about the fucking, they talk about a dragon with seven head, and they talk about the fucking apocalypse. And, uh, I mean, that's and that's, the, that's, and, that's the end. I don't think and, any ark is gonna save and, you. And the horns and fucking, and then after that, it's like whatever. Yeah, you ever notice how like they'll talk about dragons and stuff like the three-headed dragons? Yeah, no, dragons are in so many different cultures that it's it's just has to be like they it was must, in the Bible. Think they about must that. Have, they must have existed at some point. Something, oh, something like it. I think they were just very big lizards. Well, yeah, but I mean, every culture has it. And if not, back to ancient maybe times, is a former dinosaur that was still around. Maybe you know. Or maybe it was something else. We had aliens or something. We all know. Deidre, the three-headed monster. I don't know. Okay. But get back to this for a second. Now, uh, the Archbishop of Constantinople even mentioned the Ark, okay, in a lot of sermons. And he said it rested in Armenia. And, you know, in 1616, there was a Sir Walter Raleigh of England that wrote several chapters in his History of the World book about the Ark. Uh, he believed in it. Yeah. Uh, 1829, there's a Dr. Frederick Parrott who wrote in his journey, uh, in a book called Journey to Ararat, that uh, the Ark is there and that the Armenians protect the Ark. Yeah. Okay, from, from anything happening to it. Uh, 1876, there was explorer James Bryce climbing Mount Ararat. Uh, and he supposedly saw the Ark and actually took a piece of wood from it. Now, some you people think have, that's real or that's fake? What do you think? I, you know, I mean, where'd the wood come from? Now, in those days, they couldn't carbon date things. Uh, they have done stuff like that now. We can get into that. I have a few well, words well, here's the fact. How come that wood? Remember last week we talked about the... Uh, we talked a few weeks ago about the um, Spear of Destiny. And supposedly there was that, that queen that found a cross with Jesus Helena, was on head it. And they laid a person that was dead on the on that cross, and he came back to life. He was healed. Could the, oh, so you think the well, well, could there, there's, there's legends be the same thing? Could he heal you? Le, there's, well, there's legends that you know it was picked apart at times by people collecting pieces because they thought it was a holy relic. All right, they would have healing powers. Technically, or, it was. You know why? Because God closed the door. I, they, well. Yeah, it was God's design. Yeah. Basically, even though Noah built it, but yeah, God told him how to do it. Yeah, that was God's design, yeah. Yeah. Um, in 1883, it was reported in a British paper uh, that Turkish commissioners investigating an avalanche by Mount Ararat actually yeah. found the ark. Okay? And that was published, you know, in a major British paper. Um, but did they find it? What did they find, actually? Um, some have said that 
the ark is actually in two pieces right now, okay? That there was an earthquake in the 1800s, and they think the ark might have been split in two. And because at Mount Ararat, there's like a great gorge that was created okay. with, this, with this earthquake. And uh, supposedly the ark sat at this gorge, and it broke at that point. And some of it slid down, some of it stayed up where it was. All right, now, in 1943, there was a U.S. Army sergeant that was stationed in World War II in Iran um, named Ed Davis. And he claimed that he went with a, a group of people to Mount Ararat and saw the Ark broken in two places. Holy shit. Right? And years later, when, uh, probably about 40 years later, actually, uh, everyone knew he was one that had seen it. He'd been interviewed many times. Somebody actually challenged him to a polygraph test. Now, he uh, was an old man at that point, okay? Yeah. He was a World War II vet. He was like the late 80s. And there was a, a, a polygraph technician that was one of the best in the, in the country. Yeah. And he said to uh, another guy who was going to be in charge of the testing, he said, give me an hour with this guy and I'll break him. Okay? Yeah. Well, he took the polygraph test. And after an hour, uh, the polygraph technician told the other guy, I don't know if there's a Noah's Ark. I don't know if, if it's in Mount Ararat. But what I do know is that Davis is not lying. Wow. Okay, so... So know, he really saw a piece saw, of the Ark. Yeah, he got very close to it. Or maybe they saw, they saw a fragment, but they didn't see... They saw something. Because you know well, what? If you believe it... Believe it. Well, you know, there's there's even more. In 1955, there was a French explorer named Fernand Navarra. Now he found the ark under a glacier, okay, and he got some wood from it. He carbon dated it, and it was 5,000 years old. Holy which, shit! Now, and which it was make also, sense. which would make sense. And it wasn't wood that was, you know, natural to that area, okay. So. Then there was another interesting one, uh, another search. Tsar Nicholas II, who was the Tsar that was overthrown by the communists, um, sent an expedition between 1916 and 1918 to Mount Ararat. Now, this was a time of like political upheaval in, in Russia. There was a revolution going on. Yeah, shit was happening. This, this, uh, this uh, company of people went there, found the Ark, took pictures, uh, made you know written descriptions of everything. Okay, took pictures of it. Maybe even went inside it. Wow. Okay. When they got back to Russia, Tsar Nicholas was overthrown, and they say that Leon Trotsky, who was in charge of the, the revolution, destroyed the evidence. Why? Why would you do because that? Because communists hate religion. So you know. Damn. That's you know that's what happened. So these people found it, went in, took pictures, documented the whole thing. They go back to the homeland and shit is like shitted on and totally yep. go and destroy. In the 1950s, do you remember the story of the U-2 pilot Gary Powers? Yes. That was shot down by yes. the Russians? Okay. In another mission before he was shot down, uh, he actually flew over Mount Ararat and took pictures. Did he have anything of the art? Well, there's stories that the Pentagon has photographs of. Wow. Okay, and, won't, and won't release it because they didn't want anybody to know, like, the length of the spying. But to me, it doesn't matter anymore, you know, but they just won't release it. Let me, here's the big question. Did the Nazi look for the art? 
I don't think so. Yeah. I don't think they, they were interested in that. I don't but recall. they went for the covenant, the art of the covenant, but they didn't go for Noah's you know, art. You know, they, they, they really didn't look for the Ark of the Covenant. That was, that was Mussolini that Mussolini, did that. Yes. What they looked for was the spirit destiny, like we talked about. Oh, yeah, of course. And they would look for evidence of what yeah. was considered Aryan stuff. You know what they think they did want it? But even not, they wanted a cup of Christ that he drank. It. Yes, that's the, the Holy Grail. That, yes. the whole, that's one thing yeah. that... Hitler definitely won it. No, he wrote that he really that wanted relic. this for that was, that was one Christian relic that he didn't want. Yeah. And I don't think anybody knows. You know, what What do you think if next week, since we've been doing this, what do you think if we do the cup of Christ? You want to keep going with this? What do yeah. you think? Oh, what do you want to do next week? The Holy Grail? That might be interesting. All we right. can even bring in Monty Python with this. Oh, of course. How could you not? <laughs> Monty Python and the Holy Grail? Bring out your dead. Bring out your, I'm not dead yet, bastard. <laughs> Crack him You're over there. There you are. <laughs> Doesn't get better than that, people. No, but uh, what do you think about it? That? Right. That's another thing. Because every people, there have been more people. There have been actually nation, like from Gigan's Khan to the poor. They, 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 what yeah. is it that all these guys always want to find? Like the Holy Grail, the other Because they want they, power. They want power. But it's, they, all, it's all but about think that. about it. They must believe in this shit because why else would you well, look they be- for it? They believe that it will give them power and, or an and maybe, maybe immortal life or who knows what yeah. they think, okay? Now, I want to talk about uh, Ron Wyatt. Uh, to me, this is the, 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 the part of the whole search of the, of the art that, that I believe is he actually, can, he actually He actually got some shit. I, was, I saw some yeah. of the YouTube shit today on that. Yeah, I watched the whole documentary today, yeah, about I, like an hour and a half. I think I watched like probably 30 minutes, then I, ha- I was packing candy for the kids. Not the kids in Neverland, but <laughs> the Halloween kids. You turned Michael Jackson on me. <laughs> no. <laughs> No, no. <laughs> now, um, this is called the uh, Darupinar site of the Ark. And that's an area that's 29 kilometers south of Mount Ararat. Now, going back to what we said before about Mount Ararat, it doesn't really say in the Bible that he landed on Mount Ararat. It said near Mount Ararat. Now, that was a region in those days. It was actually a country, okay, in eastern Turkey that Mount Ararat was like the center of. Okay. But it doesn't mean like the Ark landed on Mount Ararat. Okay. So, uh, May 19th, 1948, a boat-shaped uh, formation is discovered at this site, 29 kilometers south of Mount Ararat, by a Kurdish shepherd. And I, I noticed so much in my research with this that the Kurds are so involved with it. Yeah, that's a whole okay. documentary yeah. of the Kurds and, 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 and Adamania yeah, and yeah. the Kurds. And, and it's interesting that the Kurds are in the news today. All right. And uh, anyway, so a shepherd finds this. It was after there was like a big mudslide. Yeah. And this formation that he never saw before was there. Now, a Turkish army captain named Elan Durupiner. About 10 years later, he mapped that area, okay, uh, using a, an airplane. He mapped the whole area. And do you see the thing about the, do you see the document about the droid? The droid plane that's, that flew through the area where that was? The, the drone. Yeah, yeah, I did see that. Did you see yeah, that? Yeah, 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 fucking, what do you think of that? I don't know. I wasn't that impressed with it, but it was kind of cool. It was kind of cool. Yeah, 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 it was all right. Yeah. So is this the same area that this uh, guy did? I believe so. I believe so. Now, in 1960, there was an archaeologist named uh, 
George Vandergaard, okay? And there were some others that excavated this area where this like boat-shaped uh, thing was, yeah. okay, formation. And they looked at it, they determined it was just a natural formation. There was nothing there, okay? okay? Now, 17 years later, there's an amateur archaeologist named Ron Wyatt. He hears about this. He, he didn't know about it from before. He hears about it. And he goes there and he's convinced, no, this is an arc-shaped thing. Now, all the years prior to that, they were looking for, the people that were looking for uh, an arc were looking for something that would be something of, of between four and... 450 feet long yeah and it was based on the the cubits what cubits are but okay in ancient times there was egyptian cubits later on there were hebrew cubits right now if you use the the math the you the hebrew cubits actually come out shorter than the egyptian cubits yep the reason the Egyptian cubits are important to, to go by with this and not the Hebrew, even though it's in the Bible, is that it says in in, in, uh, in Genesis, I believe, and or in Exodus, it says that Moses, who wrote those two books, by yeah. the way, okay, that he had all the knowledge of the Egyptian world, okay? Wow. So would he have used Hebrew cubits when he wrote and described no, it? No, I think he would have used Egyptian, Egyptian ones, right. Now, when you translate it mathematically into Egyptian cubits, 30 cubits is a little bit over 500 feet. Yep. Guess how big that formation is? 500, I think, 30 feet. That's pretty fucking good, man. So it matches. So it matches. So it matches. Exactly. Okay. Exactly. Yeah. And again, it was in the Bible. The guy just figured it out. Okay. Um, it takes him about eight years to start to convince people to excavate this site. Yeah. Nobody wants to believe him. Uh, they think he's crazy. But in 1985, uh, Wyatt and then the author of a book called The Ark of Noah named David Fassel yep. and a geophysicist named John Baumgartner go to that site yep. and they start excavating. And what they find is, is, is fascinating. They used metal detectors and they found iron. Of course. Okay? In, in certain, in, 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 in very distinct distances from each other to match what looked like beams coming up. Okay? So, and they found iron rivets. They also found in the same site stone anchors. Now, ancient ships used to use stone anchors to kind of like to kind of like uh, stone stone anchors to kind of like balance the ship so they wouldn't capsize. Okay, and these stone anchors that they found are the yeah. biggest ever found on Earth. Wow. Okay. So they were probably anchors. So the that, boat was huge. Yeah, the boat was. The boat it was had huge. to be. First yeah. of all, it carried animals, carried people. It had it had eight people, and you had to feed all and these all animals. animals. And shit. Yep. Yep. And it had to be strong enough to survive the flood. And it had to be strong enough to survive. And how about like tides and shit like that? Because it was yeah. very different. And, oh, that's another thing. Why it actually, you know, people questioned, well, there's no way this, this thing could, uh, could have survived a, a massive flood. He actually made a model out of similar material. And he actually created exact, you know, to scale and put it in like a tank and, and, and move the water around enough 
and, 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 and it, it was fine. It was fine. It was wow. Fine. Okay. Now, what you're looking at at this thing, if you guys want to look at it online, it's really interesting. It just looks like a pile of dirt in an arc formation. But when you look at things closely, it's all fossilized. Oh, yeah. Okay, so you can see outlines of beams on either side. The top deck is lost, which would make sense because it's so old. It's like, what, 5,000? 5,000 5, years old. longer now. Okay. Now, the top deck is lost, but when they checked all the, uh, they found the iron, they found evidence of titanium. Whoa. And this geophysicist that was on the, the exhibition, of the, the excavation, I should say, uh, he took it back to a lab in the United States, and he said this titanium is, is just like what we use in missiles today. Wow. Okay, now how did they have that? How did he have that? They probably had it because it was available. I think titanium is an element. I don't think it's man-made. I, I could be wrong, but yeah. you know, how did they know to use that? Okay, so, and it was around what was the beams to hold them tight, okay? Titanium technically is almost indestructible. Yeah, in that and, evidence, and evidence of aluminum too. Yeah. Found. Now, which is in that case, that's amazing too. Yeah, like yeah. this shape was to do. You know, this really was a god form shape in order to survive right. and do what it did. Now, um, in 1996, this story takes a bad twist because that David Fassold, who wrote that book, yeah, he just changed his mind and he said that's a bullshit story he said wow. it's not Noah's Ark but he was actually in a courtroom in Australia and he made a sworn statement about it but then a year later in April 1997 on his deathbed he said it was so for a year there I don't know why the guy said that but right they before he died right before he died he said it was wow Okay. So. that's pretty fascinating yeah um, you know, like when you think of Noah's Ark, you think so. Um, you seen the the, the, the thing that they made a Noah's Ark like in fucking in Kentucky, in Kentucky. Crazy. These assholes. Yeah, yeah, ridiculous. <laughs> it's like a movie. it's like a virtual trip. You can yeah. go on Noah's it's like Ark. a vacation. <laughs> it's like a Disneyland. It's fucking yeah. ridiculous. I know. Yeah. I, and I watched the video that proposing thing. thing. We gonna, did, you're gonna get the virtual experience. Did, did you see the movie Noah? Yeah, that was pretty good. Where uh, Russell Crowe? I didn't like it. I didn't like it. Why I, not? I, 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 parts of it was okay, but they, they didn't have. It was more of like a. There was nothing mis mystical about it at all, right? I mean, they made it almost like he was like crazy. Yeah, of course. Well, I guess maybe that's Think accurate. about it. That's the problem with people right. talk. I, what, I, you, really, you're going to make an art to yeah. survive this rain? You're out of your fucking, fucking mind. Think about yeah. what people would do. Of course yeah. they would think you were yeah. crazy. It's, I mean, I wasn't... I don't know. I, I was hoping for something a, a little bit more of a, a religious film type thing when I saw it. But anyway, that's me. I'm an asshole. Um, so Mike, yeah. what do you think, uh, do you think, who you think, where you, where you think the real arc is? Who do you think is telling tell the truth about the arc? What I just told you about Ron Wyatt. Ron um, Wyatt, you think I don't that think guy it's really on, I don't think it's really on Mount Ararat. Um, I think it's this location that's about 29 kilometers south of it. This fossilized ship that is definitely, I mean, if you look at this online, people, it, it, it's, it's there. Even oh, yeah. the, the Turks 
actually advertise it as Noah's Ark. Oh, have they, okay. they, they like security? Well, they kind of like, they have ro- uh, signs on the road, Noah's Ark that way. Wow. You know, they, they call it Noah or something like that. It's yeah. not Noah, it's like similar to that. Um, I'd like to go there one day, check it yeah, out. Yeah, that sounds great, yeah, man. Fucking cool. Um, you know, what can you say? Um, man, that, you brought a lot of details out of him, so you really think that's the final. So, I do. Pretty much, our final conclusion is we know where North Art is. I think that and every, it's I think there, they know where it is. The world, the world doesn't want to really recognize it. Yeah. You know, I mean, imagine, you know, if you brought in every scientist that could be good for this kind of thing and, and they look at it and, and, and they make like an official declaration that it's Noah's Ark, what would that do? <laughs> you have every single human being try and go over that as a vacation well, yeah. destination. But what would it do? It would, it would, it would hurt science, wouldn't it? Oh, it would hurt science. Okay. But there've been a lot of time that science has been disproved by the Bible, and it's weird shit. Oh, oh, oh yeah, and no, it I has mean, happened and, a lot yeah, of time. And, and and we live in a time when, uh, you know, scientists are are, uh, are telling us things, and, and you know, a lot of times it's true. But then you hear about these cases like with the with the global warming, with the climate science scientists yeah. that were being paid off to come up and change the numbers and everything. Oh, yeah, of course. That happened make a few years worse. ago. Make to make worse. it worse than what it is so they could yeah. continue to get grants from the government. Of course. You know, so I'm not saying don't hey, believe in science. That's the same reason why we would never yeah. find a cure for cancer. No, of course there's not. too much... I live three blocks away from a cancer hospital in Queens. What happens if, if that, you know, cancer is, is cured? It's out of business, right? We don't make another disease that's as strong and more fucked up. I guess. I guess. You know? Yeah. So, Mike, let's talk about the weekend. Who is the motherfucker of the week this week? <laughs> we haven't done a motherfucker in a week in a while. And we need to shit on this yeah. fucking thing. Motherfucker of the week. Is the band Rancid Motherfucker They sucked Okay Because we went to see The Misfits the other night At Madison Square Garden Saturday night And The Damned opened up Followed by Rancid And then The Misfits The Damned were incredible The The Damned were fucking good man Great show The Damned were almost As good as The Misfits I hate to say that I'll be honest (laughs) with you They were real close The Misfits kicked ass One of the best shows I ever seen At Madison Square Garden In the top three probably Fantastic show did every song you wanted to hear. I mean, 20,000 people singing Misfits lyrics. That was ridiculous. Oh, yeah. I was yeah. like, oh my God. But unfortunately, the low point of the night was Rancid, who sucked, who have always sucked, and will continue to suck. Did you see Paris for the Crowbot shit up fucking yeah. Rancid? I was like, oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> he fucking shitted on yeah, them so did. bad. He almost pretty much motherfucked them. Oh my god! Yeah, I was like, holy shit! Yeah, how the I mean, fuck was that? You know, other than maybe like two songs, like it was really—it's like unbearable, man. How do and like you say, the band? only good songs sound, like, had, the sound like the Clash. The good, the good rancid songs are the ones that sound like the Clash. Well, that's not saying anything. I thought I thought they sounded like Green Day and Green Day well, songs. Yeah, Green Day. The only thing worse than rancid is Green Day. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Green Day's the fucking joke. But, you know, this is all rock show stuff we're just throwing in here right now. Yeah, you but it, it was pretty funny. Yeah. Uh, so next week, we're going to do the search for the Holy Grail. I'm keeping the religious theme going because pretty soon it'll be Christmas. We just got done with the Jewish holiday. And why not do it? People are fascinated by this shit. 
People want to know, and we will answer the question where the fuck the Holy Grail is. Because I have dreamt, I have, I have dreamt, I have dreamt of touching the Holy Grail, and it's the oldest you know cup. What, what, it's not made what, out of gold, it's a cup made out of basic wood, the Son of God drank out of it, and if you find that cup, you can control the world. Yep, yep, and... What I always liked too was the the King Arthur legends with it too. Oh yeah, King Arthur, the, the knights watching it, yep, taking yep. over. I have to watch Excalibur for the one millionth time. You have it. to. Um, there was this great episode of uh, the show. There was a show called Angel. It was a spinoff of Buffy, and they went to the center of the world, and there was a guy that was watching all these mis this medieval shit. Yeah, and he, they had the covenant. They had every, everything was there. Really, and the guy say. Are you fighting him to relieve me? Because I just can't do this stuff. <laughs> <laughs> and then you saw like the cup of Christ. There was a bunch of stuff. Wow. And they were looking, because they were looking for a certain evil that came out that was killing Fred. Oh. And they wanted to save Fred. And it was like something. But they went to the center of the earth. Yeah. And there was what a keen artist night watching it. He did that for it. It was great. Oh, man. It was great. Nah, it's great. But stuff. um, I want to next week, I want to make it fun. I want to do Holy a little Grail. bit of the Holy Grail. We're going to pretty much do like Monty Python's Holy Grail. And we're going to have actual stuff about the Holy Grail. We're going to talk about it. from Indiana Jones. Okay. Where um, with um, Indiana Jones drank for the Holy Grail, he became immortal. That's, that's right. Which one was that? That was, that was uh, Temple the Temple of Doom, Doom. Right. the final one. Right. But what else? What do you think? How can we find you, Mike? Yeah, you can find me on Instagram, Rocker Mike two one two, Rocker Mike two one two, and you can find me on Twitter if you want to tweet, uh, Rocker Mike three, and then Facebook, Michael Baker B A K E R. And me, you can find me on Facebook, Instagram, Snapchat, Twitter, anywhere, Robert Rosso, anything lumped up, you can find me. Um, I got I to I tell you something. We got a special show coming up yes. with um, uh, Clown next, Kong. Next, next week with Clown Kong. We have a new show. Uh, we started it last week with comic book writer Dennis Knight. Uh, it's called uh, Rocker Mike and Rob Presents. And basically, it's not going to be a regular show. We might do it once a month, maybe twice, depending on guests that we're going to get. But it's going to be about anything, anything we decide. We may interview people. We may talk about different subjects. It's a little bit different. Uh, by the way, if, if any of you have something interesting and you want to come on, get in touch. Yeah, get okay? in touch. We don't care. Come on. If you're a fan, you want to be on the show with us. Um, this, uh, the 30th, which would be what, Tuesday or Wednesday? Wednesday, I believe. Wednesday right? is the 30th. Okay. Yeah, because Halloween is the 31st. Right, yeah. right, right. Uh, Clown Kong is going to come on, and we're going to talk about some old horror movies, uh, Freaks, and uh, one called Mad Love. And we're going to dis dissect those movies. Oh, Casamigos. Oh, uh, nice. Yeah, nice. Dissect those movies and uh, have fun. So that's, that's coming up next week. When we talk about Freak, we're. Um, Fucking freaks with the midgets with, and, no, with, and who yeah. was the one fucking uh, friends, um getting banged in the scene? What was this, the opening scene of of uh, of, of freaks? Yeah, with the with the woman, uh, it's like a freak show. And the but woman, what was the woman's name? She was like leave it to Beaver's mom or what? No, it wasn't leave it to Beaver's no, mom. No, what was that? No, or was it the movie the girl from? Uh, what do you think of? Uh, the girl from the Brady Bunch? Who was the girl getting banged by the clown in Freaks? 
In the opening think, scene. First of all, you're lumped up. There was no banging in, in Freaks. No, I didn't, they didn't bang it, but what was in the opening scene? No, I'm not it's, oh, it's, it's a, I'm thinking, it's a uh, circus I'm, I'm thinking scene. about um, the clown movie. What's oh, the, you're, what? oh, you're, oh, you're thinking, oh, you're thinking <laughs> of uh, Shakes the Clown. Shakes the Clown. Yeah, when Florence Henderson <laughs> Florence is with Bobcat <laughs> Goldwyn. Yeah, that's what you're thinking of. You're lumped up. <laughs> <laughs> that was a great yeah. scene. Oh, yeah. You fucking sent me yeah, that scene. I love that movie. <laughs> I, fucking, I love that movie. That's a movie we need to do with Scotty. Dude, do why don't we do Freak it. and Freaks the Clown? Yeah. And Shakes the Clown. Shakes the Clown. All right, we'll figure it out. We'll, no, we'll, but we'll, we'll, we'll definitely do talk about Mad Love, right? No, I, want do, I want to do Mad Love and Freaks, so we'll so we'll we'll figure but we'll figure out something. We'll do the clown one later on. That's one we got to do because that movie's fucked up. Now, stay tuned also Sunday. Uh, we're going to continue with the rock show. Uh, our little Halloween theme, the last one of the month, is going to be on Black Sabbath. That'll be live from International Bar Sunday morning. And uh, and tell people about the next couple of shows we're going to do. You had a nice list that you would uh, talk, yeah, talk about. Yeah, um, I don't have an order yet. We're going to do a rock show on The Damned. We're going to do a rock show on The Flaming Groovies, who I'm actually seeing Saturday night at The Cutting Room. Anybody in New York City, if you don't know about that show, check it out. Saturday night at the cutting room, Flaming Groovies. Reckless Eric is opening up. That will be really good. Yeah. Uh, we're gonna do a show on them, and then we're gonna do uh, like the Dam. We're gonna do a show on uh, uh, the Beastie Boys. Oh, fine. And yeah. uh, GBH, the hardcore band. We're gonna do a show at the end of November on that. And people remember, bring out your dead, and if they're not dead, um, we're still gonna take them. <laughs> bring out your dead. And Mike, what do we say every time? Don't get drunk. Get lumped up. Have a good one. See you motherfuckers next week. I thought that was good.